0: Bob podcast recap, reaction to, and Bo, I can't even say it, I'm with Bo Rude, we're in his, his what do you call this, kitchen? half kitchen, is this the kitchen, kind of? It's an open space. It's an open space. We are in an open space. You are
1: seeing the HGTV? It's an open concept. We need an
0: open concept. Yeah, we're going to we take down this wall. knock down that wall. <laughs> open, open. concept. It's whatever <laughs> With every 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 flip or flop.
1: Yep. You know how what we're going to do this place?
0: We're going to <laughs> open guess. it up. Are they going to a open it up? B close it down? Or C none of these? Here's what I'm
1: thinking. Of this place, guys. Let's make a lot of small little rooms, especially the kitchen. Let's close it off so you can't see
0: anyone from one room to the next. We want you
1: to. That's what we're thinking here.
0: But I, I when you do go into older homes. Oh, basically, people in like the 1960s and 70s were like, we need as many rooms as possible and as tiny as possible.
1: Here's the thing with wives: you don't want to be around them, so you close ah! yourself off. You never have to see them if there's lots of rooms.
0: She won't even find you. <laughs> Honey, what room are you in? Who's you're you? One? you're not the one down there. And then you run into the other room, see? That's what happens.
1: It's called Wife Can't Find You. <laughs>
0: Back okay. in the
1: 30s, architects grew up with that one common
0: trait. Honey, are you crazy? I'm in the one room. Come find me. Meanwhile, I'm not in that room. I'm in another. Okay. I. Let's just say I needed that laugh because that's the first time. Have you laughed post the game? I, I have, have not. N- I have not. I literally... I don't even think I've even had like... a <laughs> Like I've had nothing.
1: It, it was... Uh, so I had... Some of our friends, you know, Matt and Goldie and yeah. Bob over, and we were watching the game, and it was a, uh, it was like the what's the the stages of grief? There's like you know, there's yeah, you know, it's denial, it's uh, bargaining, it's yes. and it's accept. You know, finally you get to acceptance, but it was like we went through the full stages, I the five even, stages of denial or whatever it is.
0: I don't even know what stage. I mean, I had to go do my Fox National Radio Show last night, and. It's good thing, like, my body language during that show was just terrible. I mean, just, and I basically wanted to be like, so the big national story is Nebraska-Colorado, right? They're like, no, it's Antonio Brown in the page. I'm like, all right, good God. But, yeah, I mean, I can't believe we started out this whole pod laughing, but that was good. I uh, hope anybody listening got a chuckle out of that, because this one, Frost said it after the game, that this is like, I can't remember how, how he framed it or phrased it, like, this one is up there for for most painful losses. Oh, it's I, I bet you if
1: if you went into every house uh, in Nebraska that's watching that game, it was the same experience. It's this like this wave of different emotions, and you're like you're truly like you're going through it all. You're like you know like I said, it's like. Like, oh, we're fine. We're okay. We're good. And then it's like, why? You know, then it's like, then the depression sets in. You're like, what's wrong with us? Why can't we win? And then you get over it. And then you're like, angry? And then finally you're like, okay. So uh, I, I, I think hopefully we're back to like, all right, on to the next. I don't know where
0: point. I honestly, I mean, I don't know where today is going to go. I don't really know because ah. I don't know where, I don't know. I mean, I could cry. Like it's possible that well, I cry know, start you know crying.
1: why it, this one hurts so bad? um i was i was thinking about this earlier it's akin to if you go for something and don't get it it hurts if you have something and it gets taken away right that's
0: way worse right yes and, and we had, had, had the win yes had it had it 17 nothing had it and it got
1: taken away
0: so real quick let me let me i think let's preface everything with this because I think I, I assume you can, I'm going to be speaking for you with this. Yeah. I believe in frost. I believe in the staff. I believe in where this thing is going to ultimately get to. And that's winning championships eventually. Yeah. But that also doesn't mean that in throughout that journey that you can't, uh, be frustrated that you can't question. You can't even criticize a few things like but I, but the main thing that needs to be prefaced is I believe in this staff and I believe in where this is going. Would you would you agree with that? One hundred percent. Okay, as long as we're on the same page. So now we, let's now destroy. I th- think he needs to be fired. Let <laughs> everybody. Let's, in. let's rip these guys. No, no, we don't. Get I, out. I, you don't win. You <laughs> get on out of here. No, but. <laughs>
1: Let me preface
0: this. Let me preface this with, I want to marry Scott Frost, but he needs to get the hell out of here. No. Yeah. Um, I could make a comment on his body for all the female listeners that I got so many tweets. We about, need a, just a segment called. Well, this Nick's thoughts on Scott's <laughs> outfit for the game. Great red polo uh, yesterday. Shout out to Frost, bud. Um I got something at the end of this pod that you're going to be astonished by, by the way. So in the first half, 17 to nothing wasn't even close to an accurate representation of how much Nebraska kicked Colorado's ass in the yeah. first. I mean, it was total yards, halftime, 271 to 84. Rushing yards. Nebraska had 91, Colorado, zero. Zero, zero. zero, yards. Martinez, nine for nine, had two touchdowns. It's 17 to nothing. I do think, and this is also what makes it so dang frustrating, the crowd made a real difference in the first half. Like, those guys came out juiced up, fired up, flying around. Let's just at least start with the first half before we progress to things. Because there's, there's a lot of positives, right? So let's start with, one, the Nebraska crowd
1: with Colorado actively not trying to sell them tickets. Actively saying, do not sell tickets to Nebraska fans here. And... Nebraska had, I'd call it, in all honesty, 60% of that stadium. Oh, yeah. And that's so impressive. And that makes you feel, like, as a Husker fan, you go, oh, we still bring it. We still are great fans. And we can go make a home game out of, like, one of our biggest, you know, historical rivals. Think about that. That's awesome. Number one, that's awesome. And two, like, we came out and did what we said, like, in the last pod. What's the most important thing? Like, getting off to a good start in offense, not turning the ball over. We did those two things. We,
0: we did everything we thought you needed to do to win a game. Mm-hmm. We did it. Flying around. Like, defensively, that was – the first half might have been the best half of defense I've seen Nebraska play since, like, Levante, David, and company in 2010. Yeah, I'd
1: say – I mean, to me, like, half, a lot of it was – I thought Colorado wasn't very good. Right. I didn't think they were very good in offense. I thought our defensive line played well. They looked like they kind of – they took it up a notch from the first week. They really looked strong to me. Um, You know, the Davis boys, they looked like they were really flying around a little bit more Everybody was flying. I mean, mean, it it looked – we looked good. Like, we looked very good. And um, Yeah, so there was a lot of positives when you look at that first half. You go, you know – the
0: atmosphere, the fans, the, the defense, the, like it we just did- felt like it was like, today's the day. Today's the day. It's old rival. You take over the stadium. Today's the day. And it, you know, or what I should not today. Like it's not happening. Like, yeah. like today is Nebraska's moment in the sun, in the mountains, in Boulder, Colorado, where they are going to, at least for a moment, stand on the Rocky mountains and pat their chest. Like we're here yeah. for lack of a better term. And that's where I at halftime I had to shower quick, so I was gonna have to go to the the uh to get ready to do the the uh, fox show. Yeah. To say, and I don't know where you were, and and you look back on it now and you're kind of left, losing that game at halftime it wasn't even like I thought it was over. Nebraska had kicked their ass so bad that I thought it was over. And, and now I look back on it like how I started with 17 and nothing wasn't an accurate representation of how big of an ass kicking that is. I think that's goes both ways. It's like, that's good because they were playing so well, but also like there wasn't, there was maybe a shred of me. that's like, God, it feels like they should be up by more than 17 points. Yeah. But did you feel like when halftime hit, were you, was losing even in your mind?
1: It was so far in the back of my mind that I wasn't really considering it. I didn't think that's a game you could possibly lose. Because, one, Colorado to me, they, look, they, they, they did not look good at all. No. I mean, they, they obviously played better in the second half, but I don't think Colorado. That's
0: is not a, really a good team. Good that, team. That, that, they're not a very good team. That's the thing that's scary and about and all of They weren't this.
1: disciplined. It wasn't like, I mean, they weren't even disciplined even in the second half. They made some bad plays in the second half and they had some penalties. I
0: think it was just we were worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So, halftime hits, and I think before we get into the second half, it—the first pod you and I recorded—one of the things we talked about was how to win close games. I gave you the stat over the last five years: Nebraska is nine and eighteen in games decided by seven points or less. Yeah. Well, under Frost now, Nebraska is one and six in games decided by seven points or less under Scott Frost. Clearly, this team's still learning how to finish. Some of that is on the players. I think some of that at some point, the Bucks got to stop with Frost. And to start the, the second half, I thought the start of the second half was foreshadowing on how Nebraska, to me, appeared to just lose their edge. How do you come out of halftime? You have the ball coming out of halftime. And you have to call a timeout because you're going to get a delay of game. How so because the whole mindset should have been, you know, what we're going to do we're going to score and we're going to get a stop, and it's going to be 24 to nothing and it's over. Yeah, that, that's sort of one of those
1: what you call you know momentum or mojo killers, right? So, come out of halftime, I think Frost said it in his post game is we lined up wrong, and for whatever reason that happens, those things happen, but you go, how do you How? let that? Right. So that's the part. Those things become those little things become sort of they creep into every that little thing sets off the well, this is what's happening almost. And that sort of was the the theme of the second half, like all those little, you know, those little things that
0: you set a bad tone. It set it a just, bad
1: tone and gave them a chance to sort of just
0: steal one from us. Like mm-hmm. you gave
1: them a chance to steal the game, a game that was won. Like I said, the feeling is we got that taken away from us because that game was done. It is done if all you got to do is just keep pressing, pressing on the throat,
0: and the game is over. So give me... You talked about how you didn't think Colorado was very good in the first half. I agree. I think a part of that is Colorado, I still think, it's a great team. Part of that was Nebraska did a lot of good things in the first half. I thought it appeared, and this is kind of a classic, like, guy on the couch, you know, it was like, make a ju- halftime adjustments, you know, that, were, but to me, it was clear that they made some adjustments. They appeared to do some things differently, and it, and it kind of appeared like Nebraska didn't. Is that true? What was different about what happened in the second half to you? we focusing mostly on their de- on on Nebraska's defense trying to slow them down. Oh, Nebraska's defense versus Colorado's offense? Yeah. We'll start there and if you see anything the other Okay,
1: way. let's st- let's start because I didn't even
0: think the offense was great in the first half to be honest with you. Nebraska's. Nebraska's They were
1: they were okay. They were they
0: were I mean they were they were good. For them it
1: just was like it, it was fine. Yeah. It, it was what we kind of expect yeah. out of them. The defense was was played really well. I mean they gave up nothing. They gave up right. no no rushing yards, no points. Second half There wasn't egregious. They weren't getting beat egregiously. I wouldn't say right. So no, they were pitching a shutout until a minute left in the third quarter. Yes, and so then they they throw they throw a couple deep passes on us. One's a flea flicker, and they weren't like blown coverages. They were just sort of poorly covered. So one, you know, one it was a flea flicker. That's that's hard to. That's mean. That's a hard one to you know. To, to totally stay on like glue, but we were in the ballpark. It would have been nice to just get the guy down. Even if you give up 50, but you get him down, you don't get the score. They got to use more clock. You can maybe stop him. You know, we 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 missed some tackles. I,
0: some thought, simpl- I thought the tackling eroded bad.
1: Exactly. So simple simple things like just tackle, make them work for it more. Missed tackles happen, but, but at the same time, that's a factor. But it wasn't egregious. It wasn't like, those times where we've seen like man Wisconsin's just going to run us over and blow us out right mm-hmm. this Iowa did the same thing they just ran us like they just took took us physically and put us on the ground and beat us it wasn't really like that it was more you know we they had the ball a lot and had a lot of chances and you know they they made a couple big plays but it wasn't
0: it wasn't it, atrocious defense no. i won't i won't go that far i don't uh, hell no it, it's the Again, this was a game that I feel like. Now, granted, it was an offensive avalanche in the in the latter stages of the or in the fourth quarter for Colorado, but I think a lot of this conversation needs to go back to the offense, where the yes. the, the defense the defense played good yesterday or Saturday and was good yes. enough to win. That, that's the point. That was
1: good enough to win the offense. The offense's job in that game, when you have that kind of lead, is to simply win the game from there by running the ball, like running the clock out and right. controlling the ball. That's all you got to do. One more score in the, f- you know, the first, let's call it,
0: thirteen minutes of that second half wins the game. They did again. They didn't score until one the one forty uh, minute forty two left in the third quarter. Yeah, Colorado had zero points until. Two minutes left into the third quarter, like the offense had every opportunity in the world to seal the deal and that's I wrote it for the first four drives for Nebraska in the second half they had a total of fifty yards it was it was penalties and it was
1: and it was you know a combination of penalties and
0: you know Martinez was still like he, he still isn't like he had moments, I mean, we'll get into where the the, dr- the drive that resulted in the touchdown, he was a man on that drive, yeah. you know, and he still had some plays where he went, wow. But overall, I still, he still hasn't looked like the Martinez, I thought that he would look like. And I think in general, I think just from a, if you zoom out, I think clearly the defense has improved. And I don't know if I can say it, like I think the offense, at least, I know we're two two games in, but they've, what, why are you th- taking a step back? But why know. do you think? Why do you think that is an offense? I think ultimately it comes down to Nebraska can't get anything running the ball between the tackles. Like I think everything starts there. And is, is that running back or is that line? I think it's uh, or a combination. I think it's a combination too. The Mills Mills needs to have a little wiggle to him. Like Mills. Mills doesn't ever make a move like Mills. Yeah. The, there's a fine line between running hard and like he's that running back that runs into the back of his blockers. Yeah, you know what I mean. And is it? He could
1: be comfort with him though because he's still fresh to the system. Totally, he is totally. He might need some time. Well, what do you
0: think? What? Why do you? Because I don't know. I mean, I don't want to make a. It just in all reality, he, again, even in the first half, the offense was just okay to me. They, they were. I mean, don't get me wrong. They were. Oh, they were fine. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't feel like boy, this offense is humming. Yeah,
1: I'm trying – so my answer is, if you ask me why, I would – the honesty is I don't know. That's the the true answer. But my hunch is there is some sort of combination of the no deep threat, the the no receiver that is the guy that is keeping people like out of the box. Because I think right now they're saying you can run wide and you can throw deep, but you're not running up the middle and you're not throwing short. I think mm-hmm. that's sort of what I'm seeing people take away from us. And we're not beating anybody deep. Except, I mean, the, the J.D. Spielman. That, that was a busted was, coverage. That though, was a busted but, yeah. coverage. But we just aren't that's going over the top at all. And we're not really pushing the ball down the field. Right.
0: That's like, interesting. I, you know, I was, Because that, I that's watching, a great observation. I was observation. watching uh,
1: Joe Burrow and, and LSU last night. And he was pushing the ball down the field a lot. And I was kind of watching him going... Oh, we have not done that. Like Martinez has not been really driving, you know, fifteen, twenty yards. So, what throws. is that? What, what do you think that I'm is? I'm not sure what that is right now. I don't know what what the what the the issue is. Frost Frost wrote a or he said something that that stood out to me in his press conference. He said, "I can't scheme these receivers open." So there is a there's an aspect of these guys down the field have to win. Yeah. And I don't know that they're doing that right now. Yeah. So, I, and I don't. I think that's affecting the run game. I, I think it all. I mean, everything is going to work sure. together. But to me, nobody's talking about the receivers down the field. And there's, to me, there's.
0: I'm seeing us not threaten anybody. Right that now. that is interesting. I mean, I think I can count. To, so there's been two games. You have the little seam pass to Stoll. That got a big gain against South Alabama, but that wasn't necessarily a deep ball. No, it's a 10-yard throw. Uh, Spielman's touchdown. It's a busted coverage, but it's still, well, okay, threw the ball down the field. We'll give him that. Yeah. Help me out. Am I missing uh, another completed ball that was thrown really, really attacking down the field? We've had
1: two interceptions and an almost interception. Right. First game he, we owned, we I mean he about oh, he dropped it yeah so, South Alabama dropped a few so the, there's something going on and I think Stanley Morgan was we talked yeah. about him he's been he was a he's a big piece that's missing and you know the Noah kid is uh, something's he's not new. working for he, him yet you know I, there's 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 comfort and there's you know and there's an overall athleticism that you sometimes need to be the guy that just goes deep and. You know, we can throw it up yep. to you, and we feel good about. It. Like, I don't know that we have that guy yet. I mean, because our best players are Wandale and and Maurice, and they're more running back, right? Short, you know. Like Wandale's not really a, our deep threat, no. And JD's not necessarily like a, a huge physical down the field guy either. So, I don't know that we have that over the top guy right now. And that's, and I'm to me, that's. That's a bit of a concern in a weak spot. Yeah,
0: that's probably a better way because my my observation is just that Nebraska can't get anything – everything has to be on the edges, which is a lot how they play to begin with, but they can't get anything established in between the tackles at all. But a lot of that, to your point, could be the way the defense is – I think the defense
1: is forcing us outside to a sense. I mean, they they don't – if you watch this Frost offense – I mean in Central Florida, I remember so many times they had that little skinny running back. They was Kidders. fast. Yeah. And he but he would he was up the it was all he would always run like the inside Even, zone. Even
0: I remember watching the Oregon would get chunk plays in between the tackles. Inside zone, too. They we would get and Nebraska's not getting any the yeah. only the only real production they're getting in between the tackles is quarterback draw with Martinez. Yep. And the, the reality is I happen to think that's their best running play, but I'd imagine there's a hesitation amongst Frost to you be like, are, are you really going to run Martinez 20 times 25 times the tackle? Yeah. It's like, that's a scary
1: thing, you know, but I, I don't, I don't love doing, I mean, I think we have to run him because that offense is predicated on using him. To, you know, you, the numbers are I, in favor when you run the court I think,
0: I think it's telling that when, and that we're going to get to something that I think is huge. I thought I was telling when shit got real. Wh- 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 where did they go? They went to him. They went to fucking Martinez on draws. Yeah. When it was when it was nut cutting time. When it was time, he was the guy. When it it's- was fourth and one, and they
1: said, "I love that call because he's he's your best player." Yes, that that's the that the numbers are on your side, and it's the probably the most controllable play. Like right. you can control you know it's him. There's less there's less there's time. There's not a it's, read.
0: There's not a It's yeah. just
1: get the get the yard. Right. right. So yeah. I, I I you gotta give the coaches credit. I liked what they did there. But there there is it's telling though that during the rest of the game, I don't know that we feel like I don't think we have like, oh we feel good about
0: running the ball inside any other way. No. And that's one of the things that Frost also talked about because I I thought it was, you know, scheming the wide receivers open, that was something that caught my eye, or, uh, caught my ear. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. interesting." And then the other thing he said was they need more chunk plays. Now, it probably lends itself to to what we're talking about of being able to throw the ball down the field, but he basically said this, this offense isn't built to just drive the ball down the field. It's more of it's Gash it's people. more gashing people, and they're not getting a lot of i mean they have the the beautifully blocked swing pass to Washington for the score along the sideline, yeah, uh, you have the busted coverage for Spielman other than and then the one long pass to Stoll. I mean, I would say, and then you had a couple Maurice busted a few yesterday on Saturday, but you just you based on what I'm saying you got on one hand in two games how many chunk explosive plays they've had,
1: yeah, and I Here's the other, the hard part um, with the, you know, this offense is designed to do that. It's designed to sort of, it's this high octane thing that's designed to to work a certain way. And, you know, one of my philosophies that, and not that my philosophy is better than anybody else's, but I love the idea of, being able to control the clock and to be able to like it. And this is not necessarily the offense that does that. Right. So it seems to me like when the situations like inside the red zone and on the goal line and in the, f- you know, in the fourth quarter and the four minute offense, when you're trying to, this is, this offense gets a little bit hard. It's harder to execute being in the shotgun, being spread. And you can't just say, we're going to do this and we can, we can feel
0: comfortable running isos or powers. Chunk just, plays. What what basically, a couple of things having saying our, our offense hangs its hat on explosive plays. That's a, that's a tricky, that, that, that to that, me, that's, that's o- not a consistent recipe
1: that that's okay. If, if you are consistently doing it right, right. now, we, we aren't consistently doing it. So, then it's like, well, then sh- should we be something else? But you, you can't, can't be both. That. You it's can't do that. can't be both, right? Well, so you have to be one thing or the other, and we are this high-octane, high-speed, you know, spread it out, you know, make this difficult in the defense. But it gets harder in a four-minute totally.
0: situation. Totally. Well, th- and that, okay, so there you go. The biggest sequence of the game, in my opinion, the sequence that I scratched my head at the most, and let me set this up. Colorado kicks a field goal to make it twenty-four to twenty-four. It's gut check time. You you were up seventeen nothing. The game's tied. Here you go. Nebraska responds with a seventy-five-yard scoring drive that we've been talking about. Martinez they go for it on fourth down. Score. Martinez was a motherfucking which
1: beast. is everything you want. Yes, that's what everything as a Husker fan you want to see. Can we respond? Do We got a set of nuts. We yes. Do. Colorado then
0: big kickoff return. Cam Taylor pops the ball out. Nebraska recovers the fumble. So now Nebraska's got the ball. Nebraska's oh. fans' emotions have gone, gone up, up, and up and down. down. I mean, it's the defibrillators
1: have been brought out <laughs> two different times. <laughs> <I> <laughs>
0: mean, okay. you are because when when Chenault busted the kickoff return, you thought no. I
1: mean, ah! what's the old uh, the was it Red Fox? The yeah. guy like. <laughs> ah, I'm
0: coming, Lydia. It, but that's what it was. Som- I'm coming. <laughs> but then we recovered. like, no, I'm back. I'm it's, back. It's Well, it was like, or uh, super fans, Farley, when he yeah. had a heart attack. Adam Atta make a Baker's <laughs> guy. <laughs> uh, so now Nebraska recovers the fumble. They're up 31 to 24 with 545 left. What you were just saying, you know what time it is? It's four minute offense time. It's time to run the ball and bleed the clock. Period. End of story. I don't want to hear anything else. And what happens? They throw the ball, they get a grounding. It's now second and seventeen. They go piss ass run, piss ass run, punt. But but and then
1: you also you miss that 40 seconds of of clock that you could have burned. And well, so that's what I'm saying. It's okay, so but so here's this is my new theory is because I, I, I watched the same thing happen last night. So the same thing happened. LSU's up, I think, seven with three minutes to go. They're on their side of the field. It's first and something. And, and do you know what they do? They throw they it. They drop back and they throw it and they score a 70 yard touchdown. Joe Burr, here's, here's what that comes down to. And I watched the same thing in the Super Bowl Falcons versus offensive coordinators want to be known as aggressive. We do what we do. We play to win. And that's what you do when you play to win. And that's fine. And that's what, but I'm not wired that way. I'm not either. I'm I'm wired to, I play the clock game. I want to control the ball, run the clock. And I start doing that. The whole fourth quarter. The whole fourth quarter. My whole goal is to control the ball and run the clock out and let them make mistakes and just bleed that. I w- I would run down the clock to one second and and I'm not a coach and, and these guys know way more than me, so I I always will give them more credit. Totally. Yeah. But that's my. That was my. I just philosophy. disagree with it. So so that's why that's, I passed everything
0: at the start. Like that's, I believe in Frost. I just disagreed with that. No.
1: And I don't think he's. I don't think they're wrong because it's not the it's just from what i like and my the the style i like is i i just want i want to be like i'm going to run that clock all the way all the way down and you you guys have
0: to beat us then you i just think you had just you had just had a 75 yard scoring drive all on the ground yeah you had just ran the ball 75 yards to me if there ever was a time to just to stay with what was working and to, again, bleed clock. Because you know how much time was left when they scored the game-tying touchdown? It's like 45 seconds. Yeah. And that's 45 seconds that that's, may not have been that's there. That's that play. That's
1: that play. And you and you don't think, like, you can't ever, that's, that's a, we're doing the revisionist totally, thing. Totally, yes. but at the...
0: the but m- in the moment, I said, whoa! In the
1: moment, I said the same thing because this is a trend that's probably been around now for the last three or four years, off, uh, uh, college and pro, it's the offensive coordinators that are the best in the world. These are the best offensive coordinators in the world. They are being aggressive on that play, that, that three to five minutes. It's the four-minute offense. Traditionally in football, it's run, 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 get a first down if you can, or you're going to punt and take every second and make them use all their timeouts. Right the new age offensive coordinator and this is this is LSU this is NFL this is people in the super bowl like this is these people are all throwing that pass right now they're saying we're going to win it yeah. we're going to win it on this play and that's a very aggressive mindset and that's i don't think it's wrong i'm just saying
0: i i I like playing the other way. The hard I part like is because he did the because Frost did the exact same thing last year. Like this game was eerily reminiscent to the Colorado game last year because mm-hmm. he did the exact same thing last year. Uh, the, Nebraska stuffed Colorado on fourth down at home last year. They got the ball back and on the first first play when it which should have been bleed the clock time Martinez threw the ball. He throws a pick like. But this is kind of what he does, and the hard part is if Frost was sitting here, which I wish he were. He because I think his body's great. I mean, he's no. no. It, it, if if he were if he were here, he would say, "Well, listen, man, this same attitude and same approach got us undefeated year two, Central Florida thirteen and zero, and beat Auburn." And you go, "I get it, I get it." But here's here's where it's pu- it's puzzling is when you juxtapose that mindset with the play calling in overtime. Because if you're if you're a guy that's going to go for it and be aggressive, it, to me to me, it I didn't I. Now the hard part is like everyone's focused on overtime. The game should have never even gotten overtime. But the thing that was interesting to listening to Frost after the game was his comments about the play calling in overtime, where he talked about how he was a little scared about throwing an interception yeah. or getting a fumble, and it's like well. Okay. With five minutes and 45 seconds left, you're, you're foot on the gas, ultra aggressive. Let's go. And then in overtime down three, you're, I think the difference is when, when you're up
1: seven, you can be more aggressive, right? When you're down three, you it's, there's more do or die, right? So he's saying both are coin flip calls, right? I mean, that's truly, it's truly both a coin flip and you're not wrong or right either way. So and if you throw that pass and you get it, great. If, or if you run it, that's fine. That's safer. In an overtime, it's fourth and 16, and or you kick a, a field goal with your backup you're kicker. D- that mean you just- it, it, there's no right call. So either way, there's no right call. But I, I think the only difference, if you're asking, well, why didn't you stick to your I'm aggressive, I'm aggressive, I think the only difference is when you have the lead, mm-hmm. you can be a little bit more aggressive. Well, than- and if you're... We're down 3 so all we're trying to do is stay alive to the next one.
0: And I think I think the elephant in the room to come overtime was was the fact that they had their backup kicker. And I think Frost felt like they needed to make sure they they didn't go backwards <laughs> did, or lose the ball yeah. to give Armstrong a relatively makeable field goal yeah. and then unfortunately on third down Martinez gets sacked.
1: And Frost had a very he he said something that was stood out too. He said, "We don't have a great fourth and sixteen play call." Yeah. Where, as an offensive coordinator, Nick, I'll say that there is a difference too. On a four-minute offense, first in ten, you got a lot of options. on the four-minute offense. That's one of your as an offensive coordinator. I'm sure that's the best time. You know that I got good plays for a defense that is plain run heavy. Right. That's the mind. The mind. The defense goes. We got to stop the run. Sure. So that, that's probably the biggest difference of why throw then versus not throwing in overtime. There's good reason for that. So I understand. I just, I just get with you. It's like it's, it's, hard, it's, hard to, it's hard to when you see that in the moment and you go, let's just run the clock.
0: Well, and it doesn't work. It's, it's, I'm not sucks. anti-running the ball there. Let me, like, I'm fine with running yeah. the ball. But my thought is this. There, I'll show you this video. I'll have to find it. But there's a, great, there's a great story from Nick Saban on how apparently he called plays when he was his quarterback in high school. Like, as a quarterback, he called the plays. Yeah. And he called a – he had, like, a huge moment in, like, the state championship game. And, it, and he, he talked about how one of the lessons he learned as a play caller and a coach, in big moments, don't think about plays. Think about players. Yeah and I love that that's a that's a nice little thing to keep in mind. So again, go let let's now f- let's get back to overtime. Who's your best player and what's your best play? It is Martinez running the ball. I'm with you. You don't okay. want to run. I So so my thing is like I just can't believe that you let for my, my my thought was like wow, if there's any you need to ride or die with Adrian Martinez. Yeah. Like i i i'm i don't care about running necessarily running the ball but if you're gonna run the ball run the ball with your with run was your the best first, run with was your, the
1: first play the zone read though zone read it was he, a, and he
0: he gave it when he probably should have kept it it was someone and maybe they were they were probably reading guy but someone whiffed and it just it looked like a blown block but i think that was the guy they were optioning and
1: he sort of Played them both, and then took the running back, and and Martinez probably should have kept it. And then, well, just either way, it didn't look like there was much
0: there. And, yeah, it, then, it, and then it wasn't. And then they ran the stretch play to Washington. They got and that strung got blown out. Up. Yep. And and then now, and then unfortunately, the one pseudo shaky snap the entire day comes on third down. It's a little low. If you watch it, it looked like he was going to have Wandel on a little comeback route right at the sticks and he gets sacked but he you know he he's got
1: to keep that alive so that's that's sort of maybe my my last thought and takeaway from this offense is i almost equate it to if you ever watched you know you you watch those uh you know blue planets or uh Mm -hmm. you know those those netflix the really like you know the guy what's the guy the, the with the voice the David Attenborough.
0: He's like,
1: <laughs> Who, are you talking like like uh, Anna, nature? Like yeah, the nature, the nature yeah. shows. What are they called? Um, there's there's ones called Blue Planet. There's another called. Okay. Um, he goes the Galapagos turtles. <laughs> they come here every season. Every, yeah, okay, yeah. I know and the penguins march yeah. from that. Yeah, you know, yeah, he talks yeah. like that. Yeah. I watch those, and they they always show these you know these young lions or these you know young cheetahs trying to learn how to like go kill some. And I think about our guys, like our best players, Wandale, Martinez, Washington. We got some just young players everywhere, inexperienced. They're like those those animals that don't know how to kill something yet. Yes. They got the skills.
0: Totally agree. They don't it- know
1: how to go. Like they're chasing down the hot, the the the, the uh, antelope and they tackle it and they they got it and you know the the older lions that. You know, it's on the throat right. and they hold you down. You're dead. And these are the ones they tackle
0: you and they sort of don't know what they're doing yet. So that's that's a perfect way to, to bridge it into. And we, I mean, we can go back and talk about ins and outs. But like, I think there's an interesting conversation to be had about everything that you just said, where still and I know people get tired of this, of like the the culture that Frost is still trying to build up. Now, we, we need to balance making, like, we can also talk ourselves and, like, make it too complicated, you know? Like, the guys have to think about who they're playing for and why you play. Like, you don't need to make it like that. It has nothing to do with that right but, now. But there is an element of... when To me, when Nebraska got up at halftime, They almost. I wonder if there was an an subconscious like, holy shit, we're killing this team, and they almost didn't even know how to react to success, for lack of a better term, because I just think like in the second half they didn't have the same. I don't know if they they blew their load or if they were like they had an adrenaline dump. They didn't have the same pop to them at all. And so I'm just, there's something to the culture thing of like, I was talking to my brother uh, driving here today and he made a great point. And I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I, 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 it resonated with me. When you have a culture rolling, there are a lot of games when you walk off the field or the court, you say to yourselves, I don't know how we won that game, but we won that game. Yes. And when you don't have the culture totally rolling, you find yourself a lot walking off the field of the court going how the hell do we not win that game and there and there's just yes. something in there there's that that element
1: of with experience comes the know-how the know-how of how do you pull those games out that that's something that's learned that's not something you just you just do you know we we haven't learned how to win yet we haven't learned how to win those games yet those games Require the experience, the understanding of we can't afford to make a mistake here. Yeah, we're going to make mistakes throughout our, the season, not now. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to give a ball up over our head in the in the last quarter of you know the last 15 minutes when we're up 70. Not now. Right. We're going to be aggressive, but we're never going to let that ball get over our head. Now that's just that's just know how. You just learn how to win, and you know Martinez like. We're not going to fumble the ball now. We, we're it's seventeen to seven, right? We're not going to fumble this one after they just right. scored on us. Not now. That's just ball protection, understanding, you know, seeing the blitzes and understanding the the time of the game, right? So they haven't figured out, and they're a young team, right? There, there's not a lot of experience. I mean, our captains are a sophomore, a true sophomore,
0: a transfer that just came in showed up in the spring. You know what I mean? You like, know he he came in, you. Know, yeah, big Darren Days, from Oklahoma. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd like to be a captain. Yeah. and you know what he? They needed a guy like him because he's he's a veteran. Like he's a a veteran player. And that's why he's a captain. But it's pretty telling, though, that, that we needed somebody to come in from another school to, to give us some experience and So that just shows you that, like. Man, we we have a young team. This team needs to grow, and they need to learn how to win these games. So that's all this to me. Like I, I feel really good about Martinez still. Yes. I mean, he th- there was a there's so much hype that came with him, and, and it's just it was almost too much. And we said that we're like, man, that's a lot of hype. He still has that ceiling. Like mm-hmm. he's still that guy. But I think what's shown is like we got to get we got to let this guy grow. He he's, still, he's still he still got a ways to go. Like he's, I mean, got he's really full, good, but
0: he's still got a ways to go. He
1: needs to play some games, man. Right. He needs to play and learn how to win these games. And he need cuz you know what if it's going to be him that does it. Like mm-hmm. he can't turn the ball over. He can't take these sacks. Like he's got to be the guy that keeps the play alive and protects the ball. And he was not seeing blitzes and taking sacks. And especially like oh man, dude the intentional grounding in the, the sack and overtime. Just can't happen. Those cannot happen. Right. And those are the ones that the, the really good ones learn. You know, it, it may take them 10 years in the pros before they go, I'll never take that sack. Yeah. And they don't take
0: that sack. Yeah, I think a couple of things where you talk about the whole thing, like that can't happen. Like a, like a little thing, Cam Taylor on the flea flicker. Can't fall down. You can't fall down. You okay, can. you were beat. You're you beat, were beat, but you got to get him. You got to get him. You can't fall. Like, so something like that, like, like things like that where, and I know it seems like you think of those things in the moment where it's like, oh, shit, I'm beat. He can't score. That, so, and that's learned from mistakes. So from right. mistakes, you, can,
1: you wish you didn't have to make it, but a lot of times that's where people learn best. So the next time something like that happens, and it's the fourth quarter, and he's going to go, well, no matter what, I'm either gonna tackle this guy before he catches it, because that's only 15 yards,
0: or I'm just gonna make sure he's down. Right. And he didn't do either. And touchdown. Like things like that. Where and with with Martinez, I'm with you. Like I'm I'm still all in on Martinez. He's still fantastic, but people maybe put heaped like the bar a, a little there, too right? high. Because the other thing people have to remember is with last year, yeah, there were a lot of things working against him last year, but at the same time, it's a whole lot easier to play when they're like that season was done immediately, yeah and you're not really having any like that the, those were the biggest that that was the biggest game he's ever played in the mm-hmm. other day, because let's be honest, all those other games were yeah. the season had been and so that's it. like all of a sudden now there are real consequences to what happened you you lose last year you lose to michigan state at home you you weren't going to a bowl game anyways you know what i mean like it wasn't going to happen and so i also think he has to not only grow but I also think it, with the physical stuff but like the mental stuff of dealing with pressure-packed moments he still is pretty young in that spot too he's 19 yeah I mean, is he nineteen? Is he eighteen? Or eighteen? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, right. he's nineteen years
1: old, and he's played in you know ten, twelve games in his life. So these but are I, things like a lot of his know. problems to me are just they're right? so they're just they're such just experience problems that all he needs is to continue to get the experience. And the dude's got a great head on his shoulders. He does. He you know he, he's he knows what to say. He know like he totally. got the demeanor. I think
0: he's... I think he'll be fine. It's just... Can I play devil's advocate for a second? Yes, you may. And, I mean, it's going to be hard because I don't know how I'd answer this question. But also, everything we're saying is true. Totally true. But at the same time, you know who lost seven straight games to end the season last year? Colorado. You know as a first-year head coach? Colorado. And you know who found a way to win the game? Colorado. Yeah. So what's hard about it is like we make this out to be this most, this like super elusive, uh, hard thing to attain and all that stuff. And it's like it is, but at some point, this has to stop. Yep. And so that's the hard conversation to have of when, when do you when when are you going to be like sick and tired of being sick and tired of like you know what i mean like <laughs> i mean nick this was last night like you know
1: after a couple beers i mean this was part of that the five stages of grief oh, we're yeah. going through like we had Where the moment of like they're like why is this happening to yeah. us why us you know and yeah. so i mean we were doing that last night and there's no good explanation there's no good explanation why it seems like this is always happening to us and that's how we feel maybe this happens to every other team but all we see is this only happens to us why is this happening to us and i don't have a good i don't have a good answer i don't either
0: i, I just think it's worth and that's a, i'm not just like i'm not like trying it's to it's a great yell at Pete, or, i'm just throwing it You're out saying, there how did like, they win get,
1: that game and we don't How
0: come they, that, i guess that's the thing it's like again everything, I don't everything know. that's being said about the program Frost is still building it up they got a long ways to go they still got to work on the culture they got to learn how to win all that stuff is true, but it's like, why does Colorado figure it out and Nebraska doesn't? I, I don't know. And so that's the thing that I think that is so hard where I think one of the hardest things about yesterday to me was it was when, when it happened last year, it was a lot easier to understand. You're like, all right, you know, year one, I totally had to flip some things on stuff. And again, I'm not, I'm not, Nebraska's not back. But at the same time, like, at some point, it's just going to be hard. I've said it from the moment Frost was hired. The hardest thing this fan base is going to have to navigate is balancing patience with kind of going, well, WTF. Like, you know, at some point, you got to start, like, at some point, the brass got to win that game. Nebraska had no business losing that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I always want the win, but to me, I if I'm trying to spin this positive, mm-hmm. which I'm going to try to do, I'd rather them lose this game than against a Big Ten team.
0: Oh yeah, that's 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 the thing we can get to. When, I mean, the reality is right now, all of Nebraska's goals are still in front of them. Yeah. The season's not over by any stretch of the imagination at all. It's Again, fun. I bring uh, Northwestern went. They they went over. They lost every non-con game and went to the Big Ten title. Like so, it is totally yeah. everything's still there, but it just is frustrating. You know, I mean, it, it especially when
1: I I think the if you're feeling it after a loss like this, that shows you probably how invested you are, right? So mm-hmm. there's people, you know, the people that l- they listen to this and the people that watch that game. I'm assuming they felt like we did. And the, it's just like it was ripping at your stomach during that game when things started to go, you know, and that shows you that. This one hurt more than any of the
0: games last year. Oh, it, I, this, was a, this, was a, this was rough. And <laughs> because it was like the Colorado game last year, it was like, boy, they, they still look like it was, there was an element of like, man, they looked really good. Yeah. And it was game one, you know. It was the first game, and you're like, whatever. Troy Martinez was out, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Th- then they get murdered at Michigan, and you're like, they're not ready for that. It was easy to explain. Then they lose at Wisconsin. You're like, well, what? You thought they were going to go to Wisconsin and win, you know? And then the the two that hurt were Purdue at home getting r- yeah. rocked, and then then pissing the game away at Northwestern. Yep. But again, they were still in that mode of like, it was uh, it was more easy to understand. This one was this one just. Was harder to, underst- to it was harder to wrap your mind around
1: because it was everything we thought couldn't happen. We thought if we start well, if the offense, you know, gets out to a good, you know, like uh, gets out to a good, yeah, they seemed to have checked all the boxes. They like- checked the boxes. So that's what left me so befuddled, and it, what made the the loss that much harder was we did the things I thought. As long as you do that, then you can piss away the second half, and you'll still win. But like I, it blew my
0: mind that we we lost that game. Right. I I still watched it and went, how did we lose that? Like I, yeah, I woke up at six thirty in the morning, on Sunday, and immediately went out, grabbed a cup of coffee, and sat down and turned on and I watched the final the final nine minutes of the game. Like, and you're just like, wow, the amount of things you had to do that t- had to, that had probably to ten wrong.
1: probably ten to fifteen little plays and like things went wrong in those plays where you just went. Oh, we do all those things wrong. Probably lose that game. Probably and, every and one of them. somehow
0: all of them went wrong. But that's a part of back to the culture thing of like, when you got it going, you just somehow win those games. Like, and, and Nebraska right now is in, still in that mode of like, how
1: did, the, how did we lose that game? Yep. They got to figure it out. They got to figure out how to win it. And
0: So, how, so I mean, what's hard was... Um, so when we talked before the season we circled this game. You and I did. I think a lot of people did. So this feels like a huge game, feels like a springboard. Well, they lost that game. Yeah. And what was it was a great opportunity yesterday and it didn't happen. So it will be it'll be interesting to see what Nebraska looks like now against Northern Illinois if there's a hangover, if they're pissed off. You know, what Martinez was like a little pissy yesterday after the game and I liked it. I think like I th- swore. It, it, it it was It was good to see. Uh, Yeah, he was. I mean, he even cussed in the post game. It's like, this is great. But, Uh, (laughs) I I mean, the kind of the question is. They say dag nabbit? (laughs) Dag nabbit. We got to score to football. But, I mean, it's like, well, what now? And, again, all the goals are still in front of you. Yeah. (sighs) There's a fine line between. I just am still worried about the confidence with this team. Yeah,
1: so spinning things for the positive, which is. They need to see these mistakes so that down the down the road's better and ignoring the, like, you're losing games, right, that you should be winning. So that's a fine line. Right now, I almost think with the fact that we are, we're not in national
0: title contention. We know that. That's not a national and, title And team. they never were. No, let's be and honest. they never like, were. So that's why I say when so, all the goals are, they're, like, they're not in the playoffs. It's like they were never going to go to the playoffs.
1: So. I think that it's it's not acceptable to lose, but like let's if there's a positive spin, it's can we now learn from these mistakes and will this loss teach these guys what it takes to win those games? Will they learn and go? Will the defensive backs go not getting beat deep? Will Martinez say not not? I'm not taking sack. sack I'm not. I'm not not turning the ball. Yeah. Will he get there and then will, you know the defense go, we're gonna keep him in bounds and we're gonna and we're gonna tackle. I mean, those three things which seem oh, that's obvious, they're not they're not plugged into their brain, like cemented in there where there's that's all they know. All they know is do these things and you'll win. Like right now, they they're not thinking those things enough. So right. maybe this this loss gets us there. I don't know. This is just speculation, right? I'm just speculating, spinning for the positive. But you know what? Something needs to teach him. and sometimes it's a gut-wrenching loss.
0: Sometimes, Yeah, sometimes you can learn by winning or you can learn by losing, you know?
1: I, I, the best thing to do is learn by winning all the time. You go, oh, that's how you win. We did it. We won.
0: Right. These guys are either going to learn by losing or they're going to be a losing team. Yeah. It's, to, to recap, I just want to put like a bow on offense, if we had to, you know, be doctors and write a prescription, like, so do you think? Like, I like your thought because it 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 makes more sense of what I'm seeing. That like they need to throw, they need to attack the figure out how to attack downfield more. That's going to make a difference, or what?
1: Yeah. So, so something all uh, we need to some somebody needs to step up and be the guy that's their downfield threat, or just you know get. We need some people, our guys, to get open. You know, these receivers need to get open. We. A lot of times we had some coverage sacks out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had we had a handful of times Martinez would be back and looking around and just there was nowhere to go. I mean, I'd love to see the the film of okay, who's running what route and are they getting open or like why why couldn't we get the ball to anybody down the field? But that's to me on offense the concern is why can't we why can't we push the ball down the field? Um, what is that? And then two is like we got to obviously establish some sort of inside run game.
0: And and those two things probably go hand in hand, maybe. I think so. I mean, they got the, I like, think they got to. Yeah. I mean, the more you can attack the ball down the field, you'd imagine you'd be able to run the ball easier. You can run, yeah.
1: It it opens it, it, it just, you know, people people right now are crowding us,
0: I feel like. Defensively, listen. Like it's hard to, to ask for a better two games. Now, I know I get it. They scored 34 points in the second half and overtime and got it rolling, but if, if you watched that game and thought that that game was somehow the defensive, like that you, you walked away being like, boy, defense, got to get... Now, yeah. grant, there's always things you can improve, but I will say that I, I've been very, very pleasantly surprised at how much better this defense has got. Yeah. So, I mean, is there anything in particular with the defense? There's, I mean, everybody. We can be better, but
1: there's not. It's not as glaring to me as the offense. I think the defense has made, like, I, said, I think more the improved is good enough. They're good enough, and and we're not expecting them to be sort of with this offense. There's the hand in hand. Like we're, we're trying to score a lot of points, and that kind of lends itself to
0: giving up a lot of giving yards up. Points, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a
1: little less ball control and a little bit more. Sort of like we're gonna we're gonna wear these people out,
0: right? And this defense, you know, we ta- like this defense isn't built to like that. They're very aggressive, trying to get turnovers, uh, bringing pressure. Yeah, so they're built like that. They're not built. To me, they're doing all the things that that this program, the defense needs to do. To me, they're doing all those things. They're getting turnovers. They're getting to the quarterback. They're ge- they're they're being disruptive. To me, the big I, I, this is crazy. I mean, I can't believe if someone had told me this was what I was going to be saying two games in. Like, the biggest issue right now is the offense.
1: Surprising, but that's that's it's amazing. Everything we we think is going to be it's Isn't always amazing? There. and that's what we thought. That, you know, like said, same thing happened this game. It's like, as long as we do this, we'll win. And then we did exactly that, and it was the opposite. It was we couldn't close. Right, we couldn't close, which we thought, man, if you give us a lead, game's over, done. With this, it's over. You just that's that's when this offense crushes, right? And so, I think we're all scratching our heads. We're all scratching our heads, going, "I don't think I know what uh, what's what's up and what's down now." But it it will work itself out with development. I think this is to me it all is inexperience because I, we've all seen this offense work for multiple schools, right. no question. So I think we we believe it can work, and it's just a matter of we got to develop. I mean, we got to develop these guys. Yeah.
0: I mean, and then I think another sneaky important thing is Barrett Pickering, the kicker, needs to get back. Is he on vacation? Uh, what he, what's like, what
1: happened to him? <laughs> I don't
0: know. It's like our kicker's hurt. Like, You're like what is it from what? <laughs> <laughs> what if the Simpsons softball where was it? Daryl Strawberry who got said. All the different, you had Daryl, Str- someone was moving everything out of Jose a burning Kenseka house. Jose
1: Canseco was pulling things out of a burning house. Ozzie Smith was taking a tonic <laughs> that made his head huge. Uh, Madden Lee had sideburns, and Mr. Burns kept saying, like, Madly, shave those sideburns. So he wouldn't be allowed to play. So maybe he has sideburns, and Frost is like,
0: <laughs> so my thing is, Pickering, Barrett shave Pickering. those Barrett sideburns. Like working at Runza. They're like, no, 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 Barrett, you got to make more cheese Runzas. He's
1: Pickering. Like, I told you, shave those
0: sideburns. Seriously, what? I mean, because that 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 needs to happen here. Like we he needs need to get, to get back. back. But with that said, Isaac Armstrong's done. I mean, he missed a. He had a forty what was forty eight, forty nine yard field goal. It's like I don't blame him. And he actually like, dude punted. Like they have. He's punted well. He's he's come in and done fine. Yeah, it's just uh, no. Need, I, I, it's good though that no you know, people aren't blaming him because hey, that's.
1: It, it, it's too bad that you know it. We don't have we don't have somebody that's like yeah th- there to you know to
0: make to take that kick no question and that, and that's what's that's what's tough about it did yeah. I mean did we is there anything that we missed I think we did
1: a good job I mean this was
0: this is hard I mean it's like I, I
1: you walked in the door and you were just like I was like Nick cheer up buddy like it's, uh, you were it, just I could tell you were just depressed and it's like that one that one I'll tell you what it that was a rough one.
0: That one just because you felt like that Let's say they were going to go undefeated, just you didn't feel like that you didn't want that to happen this year you know if you lost you lost, but not it like you have uh, 17 to nothing and you're rolling ah hey. uh, I mean that's the thing that's too bad too i mean the 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 big red takeover yesterday in that stadium was just. I would have loved to
1: see because that's the thing about what happened in the parking lot after the game. Because you know those Husker fans were coming out hot. Oh yeah, and Colorado and fans. Colorado were, fans. Are gonna be I mean, they rushed the field, yeah. and you know that. You know, every time they cut to the Colorado fans, I was like, "What are those guys on?" Because they were like, you know, like these yeah. guys were going crazy. And like <laughs> they looked like they were on substances. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> My, my sister came over late last night and she said, she said, I would have fought people there. So, quote, unquote, it would
0: have it'd been, it'd been a bad deal. She,
1: she walked in the door, threw her keys on the table and dropped an F bomb. And I went,
0: I went, okay. that's about right. But God. then she said,
1: she, if she would have been there, she would have fought people.
0: It would have been hard. That's how
1: mad my sister was.
0: Yeah. So Think let alone a bunch of, oh, and they what? serve alcohol in that, that building. I saw building. some guys pounding some Coors lights in the, in I mean, the stands. There was Did some you hear Meraki. about the whole counterfeit ticket thing? no apparently there was like a huge i don't know what the final number was but there were a lot of husker fans that got duped and bought fake t- like somebody b- made a whole bunch of fake tickets there was a ton and there of them so made. there were a lot of there were a lot of husker fans that went to boulder that yeah, be like i owe you one <laughs> ticket like lloyd christmas you be like my this words. Is good as a ticket. Yeah. This is an IOU. <laughs> this is an IOU. It's just as good. IOU, five hundred dollars. Ticket, fifty yard line. about might want to hold on to that. I, one. I, I, uh, <laughs> sir, this is a Starburst wrapper. Like, oh, oh, that's not a. T- uh, Billy around the corner told me that was his tickets. Like, sir, this is a Starburst wrapper.
1: Like, I, I think it's funny though. They, they said there was a, there was a, um, the, the Colorado fans were were, were tr- like distinctly trying to not sell yeah, Nebraska the and they but we still got to say so everyone's like so we're on agreeance even though they're they're, they're willing to pay a thousand dollars we're not selling right guys right <laughs> and then everybody went home and was like well I guess yeah they won't know it's like <laughs> and all of a sudden the whole section there and there's like
0: everybody like, sees everybody them, you know. knew what the deal or there was some like you know like Tom from North Platte drove you know like bought a Colorado shirt and like I am a big Buffs fan that Mel Tucker and Stephen Montez, boy, are they good? I'd like one ticket, please. You know it's my favorite thing—the running of the Buffalo. <laughs> Let's go.
1: Can I have a ticket? Thanks.
0: <laughs> He's getting like I really like. Pulls out a sheet. Ralphie, the the buff the the Buffalo is good. I'll take one ticket, please. That's what was happening.
1: Nothing like a great day in Boulder. <laughs> Where I go to the, the, my favorite local restaurant, the
0: Applebee's.
1: Applebee's <laughs> says TripAdvisor, five stars. <laughs> a great place to get shrimp and a large coke. Oh
0: coat. man, uh, that's what happened. I think everybody... we I gotta watch to-
1: out for those Nebraska fans though. They are coming. They're
0: horrible. Who's even their coach? Wouldn't even know. Wouldn't even know, because I don't if works know out. them at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what was happening, but yeah, that's, uh, that's unfortunate. Um, you ready for me to blow your mind with something? Yes. So you heard the pod with one double nickel, Jason Peter. Yeah. Who, by the way, if you're listening, to you haven't listened to that. It's still... It still is worth going back and listening to. I
1: tuned in, and there's some tidbits. If you're a Huffner fan,
0: you're going to laugh hard at. I about fell over a couple of times. Jason doesn't hold back, which is nice. No, it was great. Uh, (laughs) So we're taping this on a Sunday. Guess what I'm starting tomorrow? I'm going to do... Kim and I, my wife, we're going to do the five-day cleanse. Five-day Are you going to? We're doing it starting tomorrow.
1: We were talking about that last night because I was asking people who've... Done something like it? Are
0: you, Nick? You know me. Nick. I feel like I'm gonna be like you're gonna see me on like 27th and Highway Two. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I need a steak. Give me meat. I need to chew. I'm gonna die.
1: I mean, you're gonna I be a ravenous the- animal
0: running around the block, like, <laughs> like peeking in I'm people's windows, a- <laughs>
1: like pork chops. Huh? I'm
0: gonna be standing outside of Valentino's, like, where you, what are you, what are you doing that? Where are you going to? I tell you, I give you anything you want for that. <laughs> uh wait so so you and cam are gonna do fi- uh, so it, are we saying can you do coffee for you can you do coffee jason told me right pe- jason said i think you can have coffee because i yeah you I, would not function yeah, I, again I, can and you have then, any any jason food? said i think any jason was talking about how he could have like almonds i think if you're dying you can have so i think jason said like the first day he ate like a bag of almonds. oh was, like, my gosh Oh, just like destroying so all. So
1: I've of. always wanted to try that, but I just I'm scared to. I don't do well. To, I want if you I and do I are
0: eat. Me and you, like if we're gonna go eat all me day and you long, are the type that if we're gonna go to a movie together, or we go anywhere together. We lead the nation in bringing bars. <laughs> I have my bag right here. I have a lot of bars. You bring almonds places. Like when we went to Vegas this year, you had a bag <laughs> and you dumped you dumped it on
1: the bed. There was twenty five. Bars. bars and I was happy because I'm like <laughs> I'm gonna eat some of these bars, but you were they You weren't prepared. You were a doomsday prepper at that.
0: Station. I have a thing where it's like <laughs> if I'm gonna leave my house for more than an hour, like I always have some sort of. I, and so uh, this is. I'm telling you, this is gonna be bad. But you know what? If you can do it, it's the best way to
1: like they say, cl- like clear out your body. Yeah, but, but um, man, it's. I've just been scared to try. Because I know it seemed
0: like it'd be right up your
1: But see, I eat a ton though. I, I eat so much and so often that I, I almost eat when <laughs> I I'm, I'm see, can- I eat when I'm bored. I just like my favorite thing at night is I'm just constantly eating. I want something that takes me an hour to eat. So when I'm eating at night, I want something that I can just go. <laughs> or I can eat my Because I want I want an hour of mind-numbing chewing on things.
0: <laughs> that's the thing. I don't So
1: I wouldn't get to eat anything for 5 days, I would I think the first 3 days would be my struggle. I could, Do once people I got understand
0: over as you're making fun of me, I couldn't believe we went on vacation to Winter Park and we were at this little it was your wife's grandparents place and you're cooking breakfast. And Bo, blend, you blended up the shake. And I thought, oh, that, it, it. he then brings out a whole, the whole blender, the entire thing. And I thought, oh, that's nice. Bo's just made all of us smoothies. He then sat down and drank <laughs> from the blender thing. You drank an entire blender full it's of It's about smoothie. three
1: cups worth of I about smoothie. fell over
0: laughing. And I, I do, do
1: it like, every day. I eat more than
0: you would imagine. I mean, but you do you drink a blender full of smoothie every, every day I m- had it before you came over. Is Couple it still minutes. spinach, flaxseed, blueberries, strawberries, bananas, and protein? Yep. <laughs> you got it. I don't think people. I, I and, I, and I went from like well, one how about glass this? is
1: enough. Three glasses is the amount that like.
0: How I are mean, you not like? I feel I like you know. like cough and like smoothie comes <laughs> out of
1: your. <laughs> you you poke me with a pin. It's like smoothie starts dripping
0: out of me. Scalpel,
1: oh, smoothie, everything. We got, everything. We've oh,
0: got smoothie. We've got smoothie in here. He's a type A smoothie. We need a we need a donor immediately. <laughs> How do you do smoothie. that? It's just so
1: delicious. It's I. It's like crack for me. I need it every day. It's crack. My smoothie. If I don't get it, I'm like. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to the street corner. And I'm like.
0: Hey, you got a blend. smoothie? <laughs>
1: hey. They got smoothie around here?
0: What's in that grocery store? You think they'd sell me smoothie ingredients? You think they'd sell me? Uh, the copstick smoothies a new term for like crack. I'm like, "Yo, he wanted crack." It's like, "No, nah, I wanted a, a strawberry no, he blueberry." He really
1: likes smoothies a lot. Oh,
0: man. So, I don't Dude, I so, so you're going to Okay,
1: no. I'm like, I'm legit Nervous. What's what's the the juice? Is it juice or is it just like water? Like what's the? Oh, it's juice. It's all juice. Like it's, it's all juice. I wish I could get yeah same it's different
0: one. one each day. So you're having six six juices a day, and every three hours, and one of them is Dwight Schrute beets, which is going to be fantastic. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. But yeah, I mean, you have I, I I'm trying to pull up what each juice is going to be, but we're picking it up from Clean Juice uh, and Lincoln uh, shout out to Jason uh, Peter and his wife. And we're starting tomorrow. I am
1: terrified. Okay, so Do you understand? are you giving like, us your word? Know. Are you giving us your word you're going to stick to it? Or are you going to
0: quit after? I accident? can't quit. Right? So you're going to give us five days. I got to think at some point I'll... I'll it'll no, I think the hardest part... Jason said after one day he was like... I think it's probably the
1: day... You got to get through the first two and then you'll be
0: okay. I'm nervous. I'm but those first
1: two days, I guarantee you're
0: going to be like... Oh my I God! Gotta find what's in each, but juices thing.
1: actually kind of are kind of filling. I I don't know. I don't think they're like, like the. But I'm telling you, I've I've had like a juice and I had it for lunch once, and it was, it was. I was actually surprisingly filled up by like a real
0: juice. I mean, yeah, not like yeah. a hey grape. Uh, yeah, you're not grape like drink. hey Sunny D. No way, man. Hey, sunny take d- a Sunny D. I'm I'm gonna juice cleanse.
1: It's not like that. What's that purple stuff? <laughs> like that's what I do. <laughs> But that stuff, you have like a, the purple drink and you're like, you know, what's going to happen? I think you're going to be hungry for
0: the first day and it'll be OK. Are we that. getting together on Friday, by the way, as we are talking about our plans?
1: Dude, our friend
0: Bub is having a baby and he wanted to have a guy's night. one Guy's night next Friday. Yep. So but that's my last day of my cleanse. Am I, am I like, so what am I doing that day? How should I structure that day?
1: Uh, your reward should be. I drank
0: an entire bottle of wine on Friday by the way myself. Kim by and I yeah Well no, but Kim was with me. We drank a bottle of wine. We drank a bottle of wine then I opened another. And, I mean, I was, yeah, it was great. Oh, Friday you, night was gorgeous. That's why you texted me. That's why I texted text you. I said, this may be the wine talking. I text Mo and I quote, this may be the wine talking, but I love you, man. <laughs> I, this may be the wine talking.
1: That's the text there sometimes. you tell when I'm crock? Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's just. Well,
0: I'm sorry hey, just, But
1: what am I going to do on Friday? Because I assume. Oh, I think you just, the reward is if you can make it to Friday night.
0: I can eat, right? You get to eat and you get to drink. You guys might see something that's like. When Tom Hanks from
1: Castaway walks in,
0: we're like, "Has it been a week, Nick? (laughs) You got a full beard. I'm like, I'm nervous. It'll be legit nervous. I think it's huge that if you're dying, you can. uh, The almond thing is huge, but I can't just, you know, become the The almond brothers. Listen to the almond (laughs) brothers,
1: Nick. Why do you listen to the almond brothers? Because you want (laughs) almonds.
0: Mentally eating almonds. You listen to to "Rocking Down the
1: Highway" on
0: repeat. (laughs) Eating almonds. I'm terrified. I think it's good that Kim's doing it with me, my wife. So we have like a support system, I guess. Oh, I got to record. I'm recording
1: how hungry you are all day. Oh God, it's going to be horrible.
0: I don't know how. I mean, I'm you know I'm going to record a pod on uh, you know in the middle of the week for our Thursday pod. I feel like I'm going to be a different person during that. You need to drink one of those right before you. Go or almond brothers just
1: <laughs> rush <laughs> <over. at> yourself. <laughs> you're going. You're thinking about those almond brothers already. you are going to eat, eat a thousand almonds this like week. He had a
0: thousand calories a day of juice in fifteen thousand. Nick actually gained calories. twenty pounds. You from did a almond. juice cleanse and you gained weight. How did this happen? lots of almonds almond brothers that's how this happened but I figured you'd be all about it I'm gonna I be am. that guy I think if you do a cleanse you have to tell people like you're gonna do it if you've never
1: done it you have to do it johan and I do cleanses <laughs> weekly and let me just tell you if you don't know anything about it you're missing out you are missing out
0: <laughs> Johan was the
1: we go down to the yacht club and we just we share our secrets together.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Johan was the perfect name. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Okay, we should probably wrap it up and I wanted to tell you that I was going to What did we cover,
1: cover today? I think this was a day I laughed.
0: I, I laughed. We did. Okay, we got the laugh. <laughs> we <laughs>
1: I think we slipped back into depression halfway through our time. I got bad. I was. You're like, so the season's over. Oh, God. Why? We started. De- we started depressed. Got. We laughed. <laughs> we're positive. Then got depressed. Laughed some more. I think we can leave on the laughs. Let's leave on the last. laughs. Okay. The, gotta, almond, gotta, brothers. the, the <laughs> almond brothers. The almond
0: brother. The amount of almonds I'm going to eat this week's going to be oh, bad. Oh, Nicholas. I mean, when I drop off m- my daughter at preschool tomorrow, I'm going to clean juice afterwards. And, oh, man, it's
1: not going to be good. So you got to go to clean juice like three times a day?
0: No, they I think they give it all. They, like, wheel it out to you. What I mean, I think guess? you get it all, like... Because they show me the juice. I mean, Pat, was it like the big cold-pressed juicer? Thing? I mean, that thing's enormous. So mm-hmm. how many juices do you get per day? Is it three different juices? So, like, breakfast, so lunch, dinner? I think dinner? each juice is different. So you get... I think it's six juices a day. Okay, that's good. So that six breaks it up. Six juices a day. So I'll get like thirty bottles of juice.
1: See, that's way better than three per day. Because if you're doing like, if if you said I get to drink three juices a day, that would be too hard. Men, like I want something like every other hour.
0: Yeah, I want to be. I need. I need stuff to keep you know keep me kind of engaged. Jason said he could feel like inf- he kept talking about inflammation. Like he was like, I could feel like inflammation going away, which I'm like, I don't know about all that, but. All right. That you'll have to tell me. You're gonna have to give us a play-by-play.
1: You should write down how you're a feeling. Dear
0: diary. Now we're in hour one.
1: I want almonds. I'm thinking about the Almond Brothers, and
0: you guys are gonna come into my room. There's gonna be sketches of almonds, and I'm just... <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Okay. <laughs> Oh, my God. Thanks for making me laugh. You made me laugh. Oh, I needed that. you made me I did, too. I needed Oh, this. man. Okay, well. This has been, th- this this has been therapy. Be, this has been good. Was
1: this on-air therapy?
0: Yes. Like we if, just want to talk it out. We just talked it out. This that's is good. So was. this,
1: everybody that's listening, this is your therapy. You, you We're letting it out here. Let's get ready or, to move on.
0: Right. We, I mean, this is part of it. Like, we need gonna this. This is going to be good. This you need gonna be, to do this. the cleanse is good, so I can, like, this will help me move. I'll be so preoccupied with not dying.
1: You'll forget about this forget loss. About, and will forget about Nebraska we'll be and be all back, that stuff. We'll be back in a couple days. We'll be back days. Sunday.
0: I'll be a new man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be un, insufferable next Sunday when we're oh, recording God. this pod where I'm just going to be like, you are, oh, want have tea? Please.
1: you got to understand. You don't
0: understand the juice world and what it's all about. Let me tell you something about inflammation.
1: <laughs> it's in your body right now,
0: uh, and you need to get it out. Uh, oh. There's been an infiltration of <laughs> inflammation. You need the information. You're not informed. We are. We're juicers. I'm going to be. I actually will. I will juice someday, but you're the guinea pig. I'm going to let you. Bear, your brother, I texted you, brother, your brother lasted one day. Because, you know, Jason brought a, he brought a five day cleanse oh, for the whole staff. Frost did it. Frost lost fifteen pounds. Basically I want to be Scott Frost, is what all this I'm gonna be like, I'm just gonna be doing curls. <laughs> do I'm going to curls dye my hair blonde.
1: <laughs> yeah. Every time I see you start looking
0: more like Scott, Scott Frost. I'm like, what's going on here? What do you mean? I'm not Scott Frost. My head my hat's gonna slowly start going to the what's side. What's that stuff
1: Michael Jackson did to make himself whiter? That's
0: what I need to do. You need to pale out a little bit. Just like bleach my whole body <laughs> and then juice cleanse and all that. But Barrett said he lasted one day.
1: Well, he's a coffee so he's like a coffee fiend right now as
0: a coach. So I he think he's one like, day I can't believe those guys tried to do it at the start of camp. It's like do it when you not you're like, not doing like, the off season. Like not it. when you have to think. Not when you have to like be on. That was silly. But that was a, that was a, the Dwight Schrute beats. That's what's coming into my mind. I'm my excited life. to see you, see right. you do it. But you, if I if I you should do it sometime. If you can maybe, do it maybe we'll do it. They said people do it a couple times a year. Maybe if I do it, me and you will then do it together. If you complete five days.
1: Yeah. I do want you to come back here and give me the details—the details
0: on the inflammation that's nowhere inf- to be
1: found. And you need
0: In- a, inflammation, you need to make. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: inflammation! <laughs> oh, god!
0: Yeah, just do that enough to where I'm like, okay, I have to do it. I, I'm almost glad that I put this on the pod, so now I kind of got to like stick. Got to stick it. to it now. Yeah, you don't tell anybody about something you're doing; it's easy to quit. Okay, if you do it, I'll do it. That'll be good. I Maybe mean, do it. I think you need support. You, you need know, a unit.
1: It's hard. To, you need to. Yeah, the things you that are going to make you suffer a little Ooh. bit. You got oh, to have someone suffer. With.
0: Okay. Well, uh, everybody needs to download, subscribe, rate, review the Nick Bob Podcast. Bo Rude, our Sunday recap for Nebraska football, part two. Is Thank you, sir. Let's shake Hank hands. You. And we'll talk next week. Okay. See you, buddy. See you. <laughs> Production.